Hello and welcome to the Making Your Own Mind Up podcast with me Jodie and me Susan. This is a podcast all about Eurovision which we absolutely love right now. I know. We've already talked you through how the contest works, the history of the events, the big five. I now know who the big five are because of my Suze. That's true. I know know everything about Liverpool. Every <laughs> single bit. I'm, I'm a fully fledged member. They gave me the keys to the city. We'll take you in as a scouser now. That's it. So if I have fully converted Jody into being a Eurovision fan, I'll have very much succeeded. And I'm going to buy a house in Liverpool and live here forever. <laughs> we'll welcome you with open arms. So we have made it from our studio in London all the way to the fabulous Liverpool. Very exciting. We had one hell of a journey today. I know. Well, first of all, they let Jody drive us, which was... <laughs> <laughs> wasn't in the plan, let's say. Who passed that risk assessment? <laughs> well, that's on a train strike. <laughs> but yes, let's just say it was a very fun journey up here. Yeah, well, we've had on and off rain all day, so it's not been the best visually makeup-wise for us gals. <laughs> no, not at all. And also, we had a situation with our accommodation where it felt like it was non-existent for a bit. And yeah. we had to just push that panic out of our brain. And we just went to the media center and watched the dress rehearsal. Well, we were ringing this man and we were like, you know, shaking. We, our eyes were twitching. It turns out he just casually forgot his own address. I know, it was crazy. And we just mentally blocked that out with a bit of Eurovision, which yeah. is the whole point of the competition, I think, is just, <laughs> honestly, it's just forget all the stress. <laughs> yeah. Anything that goes wrong, go Eurovillage. <laughs> just, just go Eurovillage. It's grand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> But yeah, it's been quite a wild ride. But at the end of the day, thankfully, everything really does just work out for us. This is the thing. We have lucky girl syndrome. It's contagious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been showing my Susan all round Liverpool and even the famous lamb bananas. The lamb bananas are an interesting one because first of all, they're unreal to look at. But the whole time you were saying the word lamb banana to me in the car on the way up, I had no idea what you were saying. I was hearing banana. <laughs> and lamb. And lamb. But I wasn't sure when you were saying the words together, what on earth that even meant. To try and describe a lamb banana, it's essentially a banana with a face uh, and legs. So it's shaped like a lamb banana. That's the be all and end all it is a lamb and a banana in one so in short it it doesn't that explanation doesn't make it any clearer <laughs> and when you see them that also doesn't make it any clearer but they're everywhere and they're very fun i really enjoy it but when you see them you go oh that's a lamb banana <laughs> <laughs> that is true that is true i think it also fits quite well with all of the art installations that are kind of up and about you know in the celebration of ukraine and you got all these different artists from ukraine and from the uk and their artwork is showcased all over the city i guess it just shows how the culture and the artisticness of liverpool just exists and why that is so important and relevant to a competition like this and why it would have gotten picked to be a host city yeah i feel like it's been only one day only a few hours in fact but it's been a real good day today completely and i genuinely feel like i'm living on another planet i have felt quite emotional at times I think I was kind of looking around taking in the Euro Village and the media center and thinking I don't really understand how this is my life I grew up watching the Eurovision and being obsessed with it my family have loved it forever and now for some reason I'm here for work so I'm doing the job that I love in a competition that I love surrounded by people that I love and it doesn't actually really make sense if I'd looked back at my life I never would have thought that this is where I would be and it's 
it's unreal. Like we're having a great time. <laughs> we're living our best lives. We truly are thriving. I know it's bizarre because I am just in my hometown, but I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm in Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here? And people are stopping us and asking Jody for directions. And we're we're just standing here like, I'm on my holiday. I don't know how to get anywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, down there to the left. <laughs> But it is really great to see Liverpool, a city I've never been to before, and it is completely dressed up to the lions. I've never also seen a city go this hard for Eurovision. Like, the UK has just completely embodied this whole thing, and it's on every corner, and the Euro Village completely exceeded my expectations. I don't know why I was picturing it to be so small, and it's actually this ma- Like, I feel like I'm at a festival. It's practically across the whole Pierheads. It's really, really big. And I don't want to be that person, but... Liverpool is making me so proud right now. Like, the waterfront looks absolutely amazing. The bars are full of all the flags and the library building flashes blue and yellow for Ukraine. It really is all going on. The library building looked absolutely amazing. I do think the little touches like that with the lights is just a nice little special touch, especially because they're all kind of important buildings in Liverpool and everyone sees them all the time. And everywhere you kind of turned around and looked around, there was something to do with Ukraine or something to do with the Eurovision and it just feels so so special yeah they the darker it gets you've got the lights from the stage then you look around you've got the lights on the lava building again it reminds you of why we're here in Liverpool why we're doing this for Ukraine also if you hate the Eurovision this you should have gone on holiday somewhere else this week because (laughs) you can also hear it from everywhere as well it's so loud there's speakers everywhere everything is amazing and being at the euro village and just hearing the crowds cheer and like sing along and everything which is a bit mad because essentially we're all just sat around watching tv together (laughs) because that's what it feels like you're even got the commentary and everything and it just feels like you're sat watching tv except we stood (laughs) we stood for hours to do it it's wild because essentially we're all just watching abba voyage like we're cheering for them like they're there and they are not there listen who doesn't love a bit of abba everyone loves abba that's why we're here that is your vision but getting in to tonight's second semi-finals iconic scenes first of all dancing on liverpool pier oh we were up and down liverpool pier enjoying it but it is surreal and obviously now we have 10 more acts that will be joining us in the final on saturday okay susan take me through them We have got Albania, Cyprus, Estonia, Belgium, Austria, Lithuania, Poland, Australia, Armenia, and Slovenia. There are some really, really interesting acts there, but how do you feel about the performances, Jo? I'll start with Belgium because I am literally obsessed with Gustav. Absolute dance anthem. Gives me Boy George vibes. This is Malta part two for Um, Jodie right now, to be honest. She's basically just found another one <laughs> the she's good, obsessed the good thing is though they actually belgium actually got through <laughs> yeah she did not have to face that heartbreak again i couldn't i think if i had to face that as i said right get that fire exit door <laughs> i'm off <laughs> she would have packed up the car and we would have been thrown back in and gone to london but i will be honest with you i wasn't a fan of poland's song but when i watched it live i was like oh i'm obsessed it's growing on me. And we had an absolute bop at the Euro Village. Like, we were giving it our all to Poland song. But yeah, when we had actually watched it initially earlier that day in the dress rehearsals, we were kind of saying to each other, oh, are we at a holiday resort? Because that's what this is given. <laughs> it was definitely given Beach Club song. But I am quite sad about Riley. Obviously. Who... <laughs> yeah. He's repping Denmark and didn't make it through. 
Yeah, every single time that Riley, we've seen Riley over the course of these past couple of months, anytime we see him anywhere, Joe just goes, ah, I love Riley. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, he gives me, he gives me the energy and the vibes that his song is going to be on Heartstopper, which is the Netflix show. Yeah, completely. And also, I found it very surprising to find out that he was 25 today. Oh, I was shocked. (laughs) Riley, listen, if you're listening to this, drop that skincare routine. Yeah, because what, we would have been the same year at school and that's embarrassing for us. Oh, don't don't say that. <laughs> don't expose my age like that. <laughs> but back to my list. I originally had Denmark, Armenia, Estonia, Belgium, San Marino, which I'm sad about, Austria, Australia, but only five of those got through. Yeah, you can tell that we are not jury selectors because <laughs> none of our list ever really do very well. But mine wasn't too far off. I had Denmark, Estonia, Belgium, Iceland, San Marino, Austria, Albania, Australia, Lithuania, and Poland. Wow, you had quite a few. That's not too bad, you know. But I actually really rated Australia's one. And obviously Australia don't usually do very well in the competition, but when they qualify, they really qualify. And their song was absolutely unreal. It had all these layers. The crowd were loving it in the arena and in the Euro Village. Like people were just absolutely popping off. I love a little surprise screamo as well. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it and I was living for it. I did enjoy Australia and it was interesting because we spoke to Dami Im on the third episode and she obviously came second in 2016 mm-hmm. for Australia. And this year, I, I'll i be honest, I didn't think Australia were going to do that well, but they absolutely smashed that performance. Yeah, when we talked to Dami, she made it like kind of sound as if, oh, well, no one will ever vote for Australia. It'll never yeah. do well, ever. And then you think, well, you came second and this this band could do really, really well. This song actually has the chance to come sec- to come first. Yeah, it could be. It could be, for sure. And what do we know is going to happen when Australia win? Ireland will host <laughs> the Eurovision. <laughs> moving on end of (laughs) another one i really want to mention because it was such a crowd favorite and for me i think it's a potential winner is austria oh 100 that was such a fun one i loved the edgar Allan poe references and i think they said that the writer of the song genuinely didn't know who edgar Allan poe was so that's why the last line is who the hell is it (laughs) i'm gonna second that because sorry to this man i do not know this man have you never heard of edgar Allan poe no. Well, I guess we're going to have to do a follow-up podcast where I educate <laughs> you <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe is and, I don't know, you bring me to where he grew up <laughs> and we mess around. Your division podcast part two. <laughs> the Poe edition. But what I really liked is how fun the song was and I really enjoyed being in the crowd just chanting Poe. That was great. Yeah, that was... Do you know, I wondered why we were chanting Poe. I thought it was a bit... <laughs> I thought it was like fin- Finland's cha-cha-cha. Do you think we were just loving the Teletubbies? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was like, dipsy, dipsy. <laughs> oh my God. La, 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 la. <laughs> Definitely a catchy song though, Who the Hell is Edgar, is quite similar to Finland's Cha Cha Cha. I found that the first round of semis 
was so much harder to choose between them. It definitely seems that way. I think 100% with all the heavy hitters in that first semi-final, it kind of feels like a few people you might not have been bothered about when you were watching probably slept through the cracks and have now made it to the final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we caught up with some Euro Village party goers and this is what they had to say. Who do you want to win the Eurovision? Australia, of course, because I'm from Australia, right? Finland or Austria? Finland. Sweden. Finland. Um, Finland. 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 I thought Belgium was a laugh. Belgium. Belgium. Israel or Norway? Uh, Austria. Hoping Poland and maybe Finland. <laughs> Finland. Austria. Yeah, Austria. Finland. 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 I'm Muller, of course. Change your mind, France. You can see some really clear winners in that. I mean, Finland is absolutely just shining through that. And so is Austria, which was great. But I was surprised by the lack of Sweden in there. Yeah, only one vote for Sweden. But I do feel like Lorene is going to remind us how amazing she is in the final. Which is Saturday, by the way. Getting close now. Oh, don't get me started. I actually can't handle it. Okay, really quick. I think we need to talk about the interval acts. Oh yeah, misdemeanor, Mercedes, Benzova, and Tamara Thomas. Unreal drag names. They saved and left no crumbs. And I love that they were playing the parts of Alicia, Julia, and Hannah too. Yeah, that was honestly so iconic. It was so seamless, and the Queen Machine, I think, is a really nice touch of how to transform them. Like, I wasn't expecting it when they popped back up there. Well, I think the one thing that done it for me was trusting your dancers and after jumping off a box <laughs> but honestly yeah it was just so good and it was actually a really great performance as well from really big ukrainian singers too a really great performance that actually and as you know us brits we do like running through we feel so <laughs> <laughs> that is so true but overall it was just an amazing evening in an amazing city and i will never get over it that this is not only happening in the country that we live in but we're literally in the city in the media center, in the Euro Village, everywhere, watching the competition surrounded by people who love it just as much as I do. Yeah, I think this is why Liverpool is the best host. It's welcomed the whole contest. Everyone who loves Eurovision has been welcomed with open arms. And I, I'm going to be sad when it's over, I'll be honest. And it almost is. We've got one episode left. That is right. And the grand finale of the Eurovision 2023 is on Saturday, 13th of May. And we get to watch the big five and last year's winners, Ukraine, compete against the 20 acts who beat the semifinals. And the official order has been released, which is always a big, big point of contention on Twitter if you're in Eurovision Twitter land. So here it is. They are Austria, Portugal, which is coming second. And second is famously a position that no one has ever won in. Interesting. Very interesting. Then you got Switzerland, Poland, Serbia, France, Cyprus, Spain, Sweden, Albania, Italy, Estonia, Finland. Czechia, Australia, Belgium, Armenia, Moldova, Ukraine, Norway, Germany, Lithuania, Israel, Slovenia, Croatia and the United Kingdom are main Muller. Yeah, right at the end. I'm really excited to see the big five finally perform, to be fair. Yeah, completely. And it is going to be a long L night as well. It's going to be worth it, though. Completely worth it. But Susan, who, I want to know, big Eurovision fan, Mm. who is going to win? Well, I do think my opinions kind of changed slightly over the semifinals, but I just, I'm loving Austria now. I love France and Israel, 
But I think Finland and Sweden kind of still are clear winners. They're still up there with the bookies and people just still love them. But what are you thinking as a newbie? The thing is, when you watch this, the semi-finals separately, you kind of go, oh, like the first semi-finals, I was like, oh my God, absolutely love Israel. Still do. Then the second semi is, I was like, oh my God, I absolutely love Belgium. So they're, they're definitely my top top two, Belgium and Israel. But I just know I'm going to be obsessed with France. I know I'm going to be obsessed with May Muller for the UK. Yeah. And I know I'm also going to be obsessed with Germany. But then Australia. So it's a really tough one, but I think I'm going to have to go with Belgium. Great song, great singer, and great chocolate. Can't really complain. You're going to bankrupt yourself voting on Saturday by the sounds of it. (laughs) But honestly, you guys are going to want to tune into this next episode where we finally arrive at this year's grand final. This is going to be an experience you do not want to miss. I, for one, am really excited to see how Liverpool will pull the grand finale off. We will be here Sunday with our own analysis and, of course, our after-hours antics. It's been Josie. And it's been Susan. And this is the Making Your Own Minds Up podcast.